Session is a conversational podcast where a variety of topics will be discussed. Session will also talk about individual stories, experiences, and facilitate healthy debates, and will be open to receiving questions and opinions. Session is not for those who are underage, as explicit language will be used. Session is not for those who get easily offended, and if you do, just get the fuck out of here and learn to take a joke. I can't wait to dive in with you guys. Let's get it. Hey guys, we're here with session number five, a whole fucking month of doing this. I wanted to make session five, so my fifth episode, a little bit special, and I wanted it to be somebody special that's so near and dear to my heart, and that's exactly what I did. I'm going to have my first guest ever. Uh, Like I said, she's near and dear to my heart. She is the Wow to my Snooki, (laughs) the cannoli to my chicken cutlet. Not only does she have a huge ass, but she's an incredible artist with an incredible business. She's so fucking talented. Guys, I want you to meet my best friend in the whole world, Eva fucking Carlini. That's the best best introduction I've ever had. Yes, fucking is your middle name. (laughs) Fucking is your middle name. How are you, dude? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. I know. I'm so happy that you're here. I love your podcast. Guys, she literally is always the first one to like message me and was like, damn, that was so good. That's amazing. Like you have no idea how good that makes me feel. And um, like I said, I wanted to make this fifth episode a little bit special because it is my birthday month. So it being my birthday month, I wanted to go back to like the birthdays I've spent with Eva and like the shit that we've done. (laughs) And just basically, I wanted you guys to get to know her and what she does. So yes, sit back, relax, and enjoy session number five. Dude, I am so excited that you're here. I am so happy that you're my first guest on the show. It's been like forever that I've wanted to do this. And I think I've told you so much about my like plans that I want to do. Like I was like, I want to do a YouTube and you are my number one supporter. So thank you so, so much for being on the show. You have no idea how much it means to me. Um, But I want to go back back to the days where we met, where the fuck we met, how we met, and we could have met, you know, but back in the day. Yeah. Because I don't think people know this, that we went to the same high school. VHS. VHS, throwing it back. <laughs> so many celebrities came out of there, and I'm the next one. Um, yeah, I graduated in 2013, you in 09. Yeah. And right when I went into high school, you were going to your freshman year of college. And we probably would have never met if you never went to this job interview. And I would have never known who Eva Carlini was. I was in a GTLer. (laughs) If you you. never watched Jersey Shore, you would have never (laughs) met me. Probably not. So I met Eva at a tanning salon that I used to work at. So it was a tanning salon slash spa. And I used to work at there. And our manager, Mandy, was the best. Love um, you, Mandy. Love you, Mandy. I wish you could open Planet Beach again. Guys, it's closed, so don't even come looking for our autographs. All right? <laughs> it's closed. Um, so I met her there because I was, like, fresh out of whatever. And I was like, dude, I need a new job. I started working there, and I was like, I need to get tan. So one – I think you started in the summer, right? I or, think so, yeah. So one, like, summer day, I see this tall bitch walking into <laughs> the fucking salon, and I was like, who the fuck is this tall bitch with a rusting bitch face? I literally thought you were a bitch the first time I met you. Everybody does. Because <laughs> I was just so confused. I'm like, dude, are we hiring somebody? I'm usually crabby. Oh, well – I mean, that was me. (laughs) So I was so confused because I didn't even know we were hiring anybody. And next thing you know, like Mandy, our manager is like, well, we hired somebody new. Her name's Eva Carlini. And I was like, who the fuck? What about Eva Carlini? Eva fucking Carlini. Eva Spaghetti Carlini. I was like, I didn't even know who you were. And so basically like that's where we met. We met at our job. And I think the first like few times we were obviously serious. We're like, okay, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. I think you were there. very professional. We are very (laughs) professional. But then that quickly turned. (laughs) We started talking about. A lot. Yeah. A lot. And we're like, (laughs) wait a minute. We're like the same people. So we started talking about a lot. And that's when we realized like, why are we taking this job serious? It's a fucking joke. And sorry, Mandy. I mean, we should have taken it serious. You probably We were serious. To an extent. We were just joking around a lot. Yeah. Like I remember I'm, cleaning the 
using that foam cleaner and drawing big penises. Oh yes. So we had like a foam cleaner, like a foam glass cleaner. And we would always like clean the windows. See Mandy, we did a really good job cleaning, (laughs) but before we started cleaning, we would always like draw dicks on the window to see if like anybody else would see them. But that was us. Sorry. (laughs) So Planet Beach honestly was one of my favorite jobs because not only did I meet Eva there, but I met one of my other friends too, Katie, who we're both mutual friends with. And then my cousin actually worked there. So it was just basically like a hodgepodge of like friends working at a tanning salon that got free tans out of it. It was awesome. We got was, spa services. And yeah. All for free. We got like facials, red, red light. light therapy, which is amazing. I, need I know. I need that now for my butthole. <laughs> I need it for I, my face. I need it to stop aging. <laughs> well, if you guys You're like, know, that's my one weakness. <laughs> this Everything bubble. else is aging pretty well, except for one part. <laughs> yeah, dude, a lot of pressure going there. Uh, if you guys don't know what red light therapy is, uh, look it up. It's honestly amazing. It makes you feel like you're tanning, but you're not. And it's just like anti-aging everything. Like I said, it's perfect for buttholes because obviously a lot of pressure goes through there. So it helps, you know, minimize the aging spot there in case you're into eating ass and don't want your butt to look old. I don't know. Anyway. Aside from eating ass, um, which I don't do because your girl's got 15K in her mouth. I don't know if you guys know this, but I don't have veneers. They're called crowns. But Your crowns look bomb. I love them. I'm so happy. I actually always forget. Like, they look really They're just real. Yeah. The pain was horrible. I'll never do it again. It was like I wanted to shoot my head off every single day I was dealing with it. Because basically what they do is they shave your real tooth down to, like, the size of, like, I don't even know, like a like tack or like a tic-tac. And then they put like a whole crown on top. Yeah. And yeah, it was horrible. So that's why I won't eat ass because my my anything, teeth are too pretty for anything that. Anything dental is like the worst. I know. I, I told my dentist, I was like, he's like, all right, so when are you going to come in for your bottoms? I'm like, hell no, never do it. I was like, I have to be on some shit in order to do that because it's sorry. horrible. I was going to say, I got all four wisdoms out oh, over yeah. summer. And I Recently. didn't. they didn't put me out. I was awake and I felt everything and I was like, just why didn't they put they you They gassed out? me, but because it was cheaper to just. Oh, pay. that's right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't want to spend like a sh- shit ton of money yeah, on like so gas. I, I just let them do it while I was I awake and given I regretted you it from this ass. <laughs> <laughs> put it in there. <laughs> but hey, at least you don't have to deal with it now. It's yeah, and that's how I feel now. It's just like. I don't have to deal with it again, but I should have gotten it done 10 years ago, but I didn't. It's it's so painful. So fuck you, Dennis, for putting us in pain, but it's the worst. At the same time, you guys are the best. So whatever. Anyway, back to Eva. So that's basically how we met. We met at a tanning salon and you were there for a while. I was there for a while and it was seriously such a fun job. Then I moved to the city and I just couldn't be driving back and forth from the city to Deer Park, which is right next to Barrington. And I, it was just like so many miles of gas and money just being poured down the drain to Barrington. So I decided I got to go. Um, and that's when I got my animal hospital job. But funny thing is, before we go into that, when I moved to Logan Square, Eva, you were actually... Like getting, the same month. Right? Yeah, literally the same month that I moved to the city, you got your studio down here for painting. Like, right? like, around, were, like two doors down from where you moved, which is really it, weird. It's so crazy because you sent me, I still have the screenshot yeah. on Facebook that was awesome. of when you sent me where you're going to work and where I was going to live. And I yeah. was like, holy shit, we are going to fuck the city up. Yeah. And that's exactly and what, that's we, what did. we did. It was <laughs> like, so Eva, you basically had a studio for painting, like you, your work studio, because yeah. that's. That's what we do. So, I mean, that's what you do. Before I go into how we fuck the city up, I want you to talk more about, like, what you do. Like, what is your profession? So, I'm a professional artist. I'm a painter. And I do sculpting. I haven't really done it lately, but I want to get back into it. Um, So, for the past decade, I've been doing art and showing it and doing... Amazing art. Amazing. I currently have one that I'm looking at in my living room. It's eight feet tall. It's literally eight by four. four. I love Eva's art. I have one in my bedroom as well. And that's actually one that you had at Planet Beach. And 
I think you were just like oh. over it and you wanted I to, tried sell- to sell my art at planet beach. I yeah. About that. Yeah. And somebody wanted to buy it and I was like, no dude, I'm buying this. And I'm, and I bought it. I remember at that time I was like, how much money do you have? I guess and I didn't even like, I was just you like, didn't even an care. offer. Yeah, exactly. I was like, <laughs> it was dude, like 75 bucks. Yeah. I was like, I think I have 70 in my pocket. I was like, I'll take it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and buy some beer. Yeah, exactly. You're like, dude, Give me that and buy me a 12 pack. I'm like, deal. <laughs> and that is how I own the piece in my bedroom. So yeah, that's, it's crazy because if you follow her on Instagram, her art is so different. Like there's not one piece that looks the same. And that's what I love about your art is like not one piece looks the same. Even if you use the same colors, like it, everything looks different and like Thanks. everything has so much texture and Every time I look at your art, it reminds me of water. And I absolutely yeah. love water and like the calmness of it. So like it always reminds me of like waves and water and just like peace comes from your art. That so, is so what I want it to be. And that's exactly, that's exactly what I want it to be. And that's exactly like the vibe that I get from it. So if I'm getting that, dude, everybody else is. And like you guys have to follow her on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle again? Like it's the one you're for paint. Eva, for- E-V-A underscore painter. Yes. Follow her. She is not private. Go ahead and give her, give her a follow, give her likes because honestly her art is so amazing. And you, you have pieces up right now that are for sale, right? I do. I have, well, I'm in the middle of finishing up my website, but it's just evacarlini.com. So my pieces that are available will be on that website. That's um, awesome. Starting next week. Perfect. So next week, guys, hop on evacarlini.com and buy some motherfucking art because that shit is fire. I wish I wasn't a broke bitch because I would buy every single piece that you have. And I wish I had more walls in my apartment to just like. But you've already bought rough. art. It like, matter. I, I need to buy I more. It's so like, it's just so nice when friends are so supportive and you've always been like, you've been to my shows, mm-hmm. you visited my studio in Barrington. Oh yes. And Kale- Kaleidoscope. Is yeah. That what's yeah. And you were always at the studio around the corner. Like you've always been involved yes. and I just love that. Because you know, what's crazy. A I'm always involved because obviously you're my best friend. I adore you. And I'm always going to support anything and everything that you do, but also just seeing you paint, like what comes to mind. Like, it's just so relaxing for me. So I think it's really neat how you just like can get on a canvas and just like, paint because I feel like I'm the type that to sit there and I would have to think for hours before I actually throw a paintbrush on it yeah so going to that I basically want to start asking you like how did you start like when did you realize like damn my hand's pretty good at making (laughs) art I've always been artistic since I was a little girl um you get that from your mom yeah because your mom is super artistic very artistic she's she designs she does interior design really well she's actually a really good painter but she doesn't do it as often as i she recently just posted she's so good good she's painting again yeah plus it's good for you like mental health wise it's it's so good to just therapeutic yeah and your mom is so good at it that she should continue she's a natural i love your parents house i love the design it's beautiful i love it it's unique for sure oh yeah so you get that from your mom and you basically have always been artistic and they've always been supportive of it too which is amazing like they their garage i basically trashed because they they let me use it as a studio for so many years and like whose parents do that like give them a big part of their house to like basically use. i know my parents wouldn't yeah my dad's like super anal about his garage I, and if like any paint gets on it, he'd be like oh my dad has a car lift and i got paint on the lift oh like, my gosh I, I was just i i guess i was too reckless but thinking back at how much they've given me i just I does it make like you I like teary-eyed so you're yeah. like oh my gosh like my parents are i owe them um, everything yeah And that's the sweetest part is like having really supportive parents. And like, I personally know your parents and I know like how supportive they are. And your mom is like just the sweetest person. She says hi, by the way, I forgot to tell you. Oh, hi Paula. (laughs) I'm so excited that, you know, you have such an amazing support from your family. Like they're just so sweet and your dog flowers. Oh, she's the sweetest. She's sweet. I met her the first time I met your parents' dog was when your mom came to Planet. And and she pulled up with the dog. <laughs> yeah, she pulled up with her. Yeah. And then, like, your mom came in to tan, and your dog was just, like, by the steering wheel. It looked like your dog you know was driving. She, she, like, picks out cars so that the dog can oh, be in it. Oh, dude. Literally, your mom is so sweet. Like, she <laughs> loves animals. She's an artist. Like, that's beyond beautiful. 
So what motivates you? Like what? So basically like what made you decide that you want to paint the things that you paint now? Like, um, or are you like open to painting more stuff or how do you, how do you go about like wanting to paint? If that makes sense. So like we were talking about how, when we met, um, I was just, I was going through a lot of struggles Mm -hmm. and like you're saying the paintings make you feel calm. I think that was a way for me to feel calm. Yeah. Making those paintings, especially big ones. It's like, I want this to become an environment. I want it to be a big painting because I want it to be like my environment. And so because I make it appear like water or like nature, that's just what inspires me and like makes me feel relaxed. Yeah. And like at the time when I first started making the big paintings, I was, I had like a lot of turmoil and just like battling with like depression and all this stuff. And I just, it really helped me. And I mean, I've come a long way since then, but I still want to like incorporate that like healing. Yeah. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yes. There's always always something you have to get over. So, Oh yeah. And your past is always going to be in your past, but you still have to deal with it. There's always a burden. Right. And you can't just forget about it. Right. It helps you grow. And I think what's really cool is, and then she'll post this on her Instagram too, is like when it's nice out, we live in shitty Illinois, so it's only nice out for three months of the year. I know. There's a perfect day like. Yeah. Once in a while. Far and few between. Yeah. Yeah. But (laughs) she'll post on her Instagram her painting outside. And I just think that's so therapeutic. Like, A, you're getting a bomb-ass tan. And B, you're painting outside. So not only, like, your paint's probably, like, drying faster. So you can, like, get more pieces out. But that's also, like, correlates to nature. Is Mm -hmm. that, like, yes, your paintings remind me so much of nature. But it's also, like, you're in nature. So it's, like, super therapeutic. And I just think it's really really cool like especially the big pieces you do because not only does she do like small pieces but she's done like huge pieces like I wouldn't even know how to like start so I think that's really cool because staring at the one in my living room now you said it's eight by four right yeah like how did you did you start at the top the middle like how did you know you wanted to do that with those I always start with the eyes I've been drawing eyes for a couple decades. Wow. I think I started a couple decades ago, just doodling eyes. What's decades? 10? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, I got to do the okay, math. So maybe How when I was it? like 12. Okay. okay. So maybe less than two decades. Um, but this actually was a piece from an installation of, in a Chicago event space. We did a New Year's Eve event and they wanted like eight or 10 of these faces. And okay. then I gave you, or you bought one of them. And which I'm glad you did because yeah, I was I, literally going to throw them out. Yeah, dude, <laughs> literally the day we were in the studio next door to my place and we were just hanging out drinking and you were like, dude, I don't want this anymore. I'm like, what? Why? Yeah. I was like, it's fucking sick. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know. I just don't want it anymore. And you're like, I'm just going to throw it out in the alley. I'm like, what? <laughs> you can't just throw away. It's like throwing away the Mona Lisa in the alley. Oh, you cannot do that. I'm telling you, like, this is going to be worth a shit ton of money. I'm glad there. you have it. I love it. I Imagine love it. it framed in like, like framing is so crazy expensive. Oh my I want to know how to do it myself. I know. I want to frame it. I should this. have by now. I want to frame it. Imagine because like a glass front that big. That'd be so expensive. It's, like it's so expensive. expensive. I want to frame all the ones that you've given me. I mean, I have the one in my room too that I actually looked at yesterday and I was like, I really want to frame this, but framing is just so stupid expensive. Yeah. I can. That's why I want to learn how to do it. Well, imagine if I had a framing business with my dude, you would make so and much then money. I just, like, like charge basically double. <laughs> Dude, have, Maybe not double, but. have your man's Tony teach you how he to chop totally do wood. It. You guys could have a, your business right there. He's like, super crafty. That's what I'm saying. Like, you guys could literally do it. I think we just sparked an idea right now. Hit him up right now. Like, Yo, go, Tony, go learn how to frame art. <laughs> hey, Tony, go chop some wood in the backyard. As he Baker would. runs off with, like, the piece of wood in his mouth. <laughs> he would. He would, too. Oh, my gosh. That's don't, don't so Don't get me started on Baker. <laughs> I'm going to go on for an hour. <laughs> So yeah, Eva is an incredible painter. Going back to how I moved to Logan Square and you randomly hit me up and you're like, dude, I'm going to have a studio. It's going to be so-and-so. I'm like, no fucking way. Because I literally live right here and you're literally a turn away and you're right there. How did you find this place? Or like, how did you know like that this was open for art work so a friend of mine from in the in like the art community in Chicago that I first started 
like showing off my work with. Mm -hmm. He told me his friend has a space. And then I spoke to his friend who's Matt. Oh, Matt's super nice. He's so accommodating. He he gave me that space in exchange for a painting, which I thought was really generous. He's really friendly. Like so he, friendly, so generous. Yes, he's an incredible guy. Great person to know. Yeah. Um, it was his like realtor office, and he had just had a ton of room and just was like, you can set up. So I'd go there almost every day. And it's a huge space. Like, I don't think you guys know how big it is. It's on Kedzie and Armitage. I don't know the exact address, but he has also a an iguana or a lizard? Iguana. He has an yeah. iguana that's always Jump po- hub. Yes, he's always at the window. <laughs> so that's how you know that's the space. It's I think a gallery now. It's called yeah. Blink Blink, right? Blink Gallery. Blink like, gallery. Yeah. Um which is, which is really funny because my neighbor who used to live right next door to me, he now goes there and paints or he has his artwork there oh yeah i've heard you told me about that yeah and then my neighbor downstairs josh he also goes there he has work there okay so it's funny because like all these people associate with that studio and it's like i don't think y'all knew what we used to do in this playing beer studio. pong in there look literally eva would be like yo i'm next door i'm like see ya i'm going over trouble for that didn't we i don't know probably not but <laughs> we did so much there like eva would paint and i'd come over and she'd be like, dude, let's drink. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's, I'm down. I and said we, that? Yeah. I can't believe I said that. <laughs> so then we would, there would be a random table. And I was like, dude, let's just play beer pong. Like, like let's get some ping pong balls, bitch. <laughs> we literally, like, there was a refrigerator there. So we could, like, put our booze there. There was, like, cups. We stole the cups. We played beer pong. But you know what? Sometimes I would just, like, sleep on the couch. And I swear to God, like, I don't know. I just get bad vibes sometimes from the place. I think it's haunted. I think the place next door was haunted. Remember? Yeah. We went in there with your brothers and we were like, we had a flashlight. Oh yeah. Like when they were building the the bar. Yeah. So the bar right next door to me, we actually saw it coming to life because what is that technically Matt's? No, it's, I think it's the people who own that outdoor bar. Okay. I think. Okay. Somehow Matt is associated. Yeah. So like, because you were in the studio, we had access to go into like there a doorway the, into there. Yeah. A doorway to get into like what the bar is now, which is the moonlighter. So we saw like where the toilets were going to be. We saw where the bar was going to be and we would walk in with flashlights and mind you, it was like just fucking dust and like work shit all over the place. It looked like ghosts. It, there. Yeah. It looked like a ghost town. It was so fucking And there was a creepy. basement that I refused to go. Yeah. Dude, I the basement. to go down there. Yeah. There is the basement. And I try to convince you so many times. I'm like, let's go to the basement. Let's go to the basement. It didn't end up happening, but I know what the basement is now. Apparently, it's a second kitchen. Like, oh, that's cool. in, in case like the this this kitchen, the one at the Moonlighter, just like something happens, they have like a spare kitchen to like smart. work. It is smart, but like imagine carrying like burgers up and down the stairs. Like, I would purposely like if I was a ghost, I'd purposely like <laughs> fucking push a burger down, let it drop to into be my honest, mouth. If I was a ghost, <laughs> seriously, if I was a ghost, I'd be a bitch. But I like. I would be painting there at night because I would work late at night. Right. And I'd be alone. And either there was a crackhead knocking on the window because they could see me from outside. I hated it. Or I would just get bad ghost vibes. I think you should have owned a gun in case something happened. I think you should have owned a gun. My dad just got me a (gasps) burner. It's like not a gun, but it's it's like rubber bullets, basically. Dude, that's still like you should have had that. You should have had that during the time because there's nothing but creeps on the street. And, like, not saying anything bad about Puerto Ricans, but the Puerto Rican restaurant is right in front of there. La Bomba. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Yeah. Yeah. But they're always, like, outside, always doing shit. And, like, they would freak me out. Like a a place where they hire random people. Oh, yes. Agency. Yeah, right there. And it just random people. You know what's there right now? (laughs) A random, like, refrigerator did you see that oh, but there's what? a free, oh yeah, yeah 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 like that's I think it's nice called, though it is but then we get random crackheads again like that just take well, then like, i'm glad i don't have a studio there i know yeah. it sounds like whatever. no i know but but i had to call the police on some guy because he was knocking on my window at two in the morning and, and we're not like yeah and we're not discriminating against anything okay if you're or a crackhead, crackheads. yeah ex- exactly <laughs> if you're a crackhead Go ahead and be a crackhead, but don't bother us if you're going to be a crackhead. I called the police and they showed up and they're like, where is he? I was like, I don't know, but he, just, he was banging on my door and I yeah. worked late at night and 
he's around here. Yeah, he's literally probably floating he's probably up, hanging from the second floor <laughs> yeah. right now, just staring at us. Dude, yeah, it, it was so fucking crazy. So literally, the alley just like separated me and Eva, and it was so crazy. It was like the best time. I wish we could like go back in time and be like, dude. Let's spend more time You'd here. You'd walk to the corner and I'd like make sure he walks home all the way yeah. or whatever. It's vice versa. Yeah. And you moved away from there one again. Like um, you were there for a year, were you? I was there for from like October of 2016. 2016. That's, yeah, yeah, that's when I moved. To um, February of 2018. Oh, so for a while. Like, like six months. Is that six months? I don't know. That's not six that's months. Six months. <laughs> November, December. January. You said 2018. That's a year uh, and six months. 2017. Wow. I got out of there like March 2017. Yeah, dude. I wish you. But were I think there. I got kicked out because that was crazy. We were like, I was, I was in a crazy time, and I just needed to go home. <laughs> Eva, Eva was different back in 2016. Holy ass. Let's get into that. Yeah, dude, you're a whole different person. But it wasn't just you, though. It was me. And, like, I was completely different, too. Like, I think I decided to get wild because I was never allowed to at home. Yeah. I couldn't sneak out because I was in the upstairs. I was on the second floor. So if I snuck out, you'd hear me walking down the stairs or I'd throw myself out the window and die. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't do that. So when I moved out, I was like, holy shit, I need to know what partying is like because I had never done it. So unfortunately you, <laughs> you were with me. Oh, so I out. did it with you and <laughs> oh my gosh, like I kid you not guys, I relive these memories because I think it's so funny. We went pre-game at my place at like what, 10 o'clock? Yeah, we, I can't believe how late we went out. Yeah, now we go to bed at like 8, right? <laughs> I love being in bed by oh, 8. Oh, me too. I love watching like Jersey I don't Shore even feel badly it. about it. I oh, have no, no FOMO. I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm... <laughs> No, we need that. 10 hours. Yeah. You sleep with Baker. You hang out yeah. with your dog. I hang out with my cat. And I'm like, oh, this is the best. Yeah. This is better than going out. Yeah. But back in the day, we used to like text each other and be like, what are you wearing? What are you doing? So we would pregame at my place because fuck buying alcohol at places because that shit's so expensive. Like I'm going to pay $30 for a drink just to fuck me up when I could just chug a shit ton of shots here. Yeah. Oh my God. We, we, used to we wouldn't go out till like 11. Yeah. We would take... We would not take Ubers. That's a lie. I'm not going to say that. We would not take Ubers. We uh, you guys, Yes. Yeah, so you guys can use your imagination as to how we got there. Not in a bad way. <laughs> and how we got back. But um, we were cheap. We did not want to pay for Ubers and Lyfts. No. So use your head. Anyway. Um, so we would go <laughs> out. And we were gross. Like we were a whole different. We were not gross. We were just. Girls. We were just <laughs> out there without sugar dads <laughs> yeah we should have had some sugar daddies but anyway we went out and we would we would make guys buy us drinks i remember That's that true. we would we would just go to we would always go to disco what street is disco on illinois hubbard hubbard i don't know I disco is downtown if you guys have never been to disco you're missing out i feel like you know when the joker is sticking his head out the window and yeah. That scene? yeah that's how i feel like i've entered the city almost oh my gosh time. yes oh my god that's but especially when we would like be drunk back like, in the day because yeah. i'd already be ready for like whatever Jesus. that yeah oh my gosh we would go to disco nine times out of ten when we would go out it was always disco Do because joy district a few times because they're across the street from yeah. each other, right? But we would always spend our time at disco because A, we like the music, B, we like the vibe. We like disco. <laughs> we like disco. And we were like Studio 54 hoes. So we like mm -hmm. had to go to disco. If you guys have never been there, you're missing out. If you guys want to go, too bad. We're in the middle of a pandemic. I don't know when the fuck they're opening. Yeah. But it it's wonderful. Like I've always wanted to throw my birthday party there. And every time I'd email them, they're like, yeah, it's going to be $20,000. I'm like, all right, let me just get. <laughs> what can you do for 160? I was like, what could you do for a lick? You know. You know, somewhere in the back. It, it was so crazy. But when we would go, we would be cheap hoes. We'd be like, all right, what's the cheapest drink? We would get buy? like one drink because they were like $26. Yeah. But the cheapest was a tecate. We would get, because oh, uh, yeah. they're like two bucks. They're like, do you want a lime? And I was so like, annoyed at us. Yeah. I was like, like, uh, is it 50 like, cents? Is it extra? <laughs> yeah. I was like, um, if it's free. <laughs> but we'd always get like the cheapest drink and then just like drunk enough to 
get us to talk to guys so they could be like, hey, girls, what's up? And I'd be like, shut up. I don't even remember any, like, attractive guy. No, they're all ugly. They're all hideous. There was, like, no good-looking guy at disco ever except for the one time we were just talking. The one who fell asleep. Yeah. (laughs) On the – at the – table that he was at fell asleep. Yeah, I think he was by himself. But like he, he could have been the future Mr. Janet Gonzalez. He could have, but he fucked up. But I he fell have, asleep. I still have him on Facebook. <laughs> I should hit him up. He's probably like, who the fuck are you? Should I send him? Should I blackmail him? Send him that video and be like, yeah, remember be like, this? Give me some free t-shirts from your yeah. t-shirt company. He's really rich, guys. Oh, I missed my opportunity. Missed- Sorry, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he talked to you for a minute, and then I think you fell back asleep. <laughs> That's how annoyed he was with me. That's how, like, bored like, I was. Oh, he's, like, he's like, man, that bitch got some spinach in her teeth. I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> you turn to me, you're like, do I have spinach in my teeth? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, but then you take your gum out and fucking toss it. You guys, we were we were something else. Like, no, going we weren't. Out. We're, I wish you guys could, like, watch a movie of us going I out. I, like, burned that page of my life. I didn't. Because I want to relive it. I don't. <laughs> it is so much fun. Guys, if you didn't know this, Eva is very clumsy. and <laughs> Oh, my God. I forgot about that. She literally. Okay. So how tall are you? 5'9". Eva's 5'9". So she's tall as fuck. Because I'm 5'4". <laughs> Every time I meet someone, they're like, what are you, like, six feet tall? I'm like, no, I'm 5'9". Eva should be a model, honestly. Loser. She's 5'9". She's gorgeous. She's I'm skinny. She's got a big ass. No, you're not. Anyway, she should be a model. But she's 5'9". literally and you what the would... modeling agency said when I tried out. <laughs> That's because they're used to Kendall Jenner. And she ain't got no beard. like, she's your nose is crooked and you're too fat. Don't listen to them because you're... You don't... You're fine. You're sexy in my eyes. Thanks, babe. Um, but yes, Eva's 5'9". So you would rarely wear heels, right? Like... I still did sometimes. But, yeah. So yeah. when we would go out, I, there was like a few times she would wear heels. She'd fucking bust her shit. Like just walk I don't know how either. <laughs> I know. Well, obviously I was drunk, but. Like, I don't think you were that drunk for. Oh, you yes, like, I was. To bust her shit. You remember that tour bus? Oh, tour bus. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> we, we were on a tour oh, bus. Oh, my God. Right? I remember the tour <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. That's how drunk we were, okay? Dude. I'm not getting into it, but we were on a tour bus for these these celebrities. And that's all I'm going to say. But (laughs) we didn't do anything. We left the bus. But that's that's how drunk we were that we're like, oh, let's just get on this bus. Yeah. And then we got off the bus. But yeah, they were like parked in some back alley I'd never seen in my life. That was sketchy. We ran out of there quick. We didn't do anything. No, we didn't. We were innocent. We ran out of there We're not even being sarcastic. No, we really are not. But we really ran out of there. It was it was something else. I forgot about but that. But that's the night that I fell, I think. Oh, I thought the night and that And then you ever fell. since then, you and your cousin are like, every time I <laughs> No, because she wasn't there. Wait, who's laughing at me? Darlene. Darlene, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Darlene and you were but like, But she wasn't oh. there that night. It was right, a different whatever. night. You guys yeah, because <laughs> every day we'd be like, you guys like, yo, Ava, can you walk? Like, I fell one time, maybe twice. <laughs> and then we'd literally just bring up like, we would be sober and we'd be like, can you walk? But I remember that you bought me like a pair of pants and I ripped them. I did get I you fucking pants? tripped. You bought me a pair of pants. Remember like with the stripe down the side? <gasps> yeah. And I had a hole in them the majority of the time that oh, I owned them. Oh, but that's, because... that's edgy now. <sighs> yeah. Can you still wear them? They're not the kind of fabric that you want a hole in. Don't matter. But it's like... I, got, I was going from my car to like your apartment. I, we didn't even start drinking yet and I ate shit. Oh, damn. Well, so Eva's, very, right. Eva's very clumsy, right, guys? Yeah. Those were the days, dude. <laughs> Those were the days. Honestly, you guys are probably super fucking annoyed of us talking about partying, but I don't give a fuck. Um, There's so much to remember. I know. It's just, it's beautiful. Like, I wish I could get everything tattooed so I could, like, remember. Uh-huh. Yeah, it seriously was poetic. But now that we, you don't work at this Space anymore you now work from home yes. which you live with tony tony marinara that's not his name but that's I, what i call him i settled down she is a wife now she really isn't but she's gonna be she is domesticated though look at her she's I'm making pasta she's making <laughs> pasta with meatballs and swast oh my god you gotta let him know that you can cook exactly that's okay I know you do it Guys, that's my number one thing. Girls. That's why Italians and Mexicans get along. Exactly. If you do not know how to cook as a female, 
good luck. You fucked up. Your man is lying about loving you. Your man is lying about loving you. And don't say, oh, he loved me. He loved me. Yeah, he don't love you. He just want pussy for a quick second. Then that's about it. He don't love you. He don't love you, sis. You got to learn to fucking cook. Have you ever heard of the saying, like, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach? Yeah. Yes. If you don't know how to cook, you fucked up. But Eva... Chef's kiss. She knows how to cook. She's domesticated. She's got an ass. She's got beautiful eyes and dimples. She is. Woo! Tony, when you're getting married, baby. Oh <laughs> He's so, going to like, I'm personally offended. Dude, Tony's going to like dump you now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Tony is a really sweet guy. I need to know the deeds. How did you meet Tony? I met him the modern way. Aww. So not through dating. I added anymore. him on Facebook. Oh, like, several years ago, like five years oh, ago. I remember you telling me that. I yeah. was like, he's so cute. I'm gonna add him. He didn't. He like liked some of my posts, but he didn't like message me or anything. Right. And I'm not gonna message him. Like, duh, like, oh, girls hi. don't start it first. Yeah. Because I'm like, guys get annoyed. So then, after a few years, I don't know what he was doing, but That's it right. was actually perfect timing because I just wasn't ready for a relationship before. 2018. No, you weren't because you were with me. <laughs> I was with you. Yeah, and we were bad. And we were doing cartwheels through Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But bad. so he finally messaged me and he's like, like, wanted to hang out. Yeah. And then he invited me to his pool party. Tony, you are so good for that. <laughs> you know damn well why he invited you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I showed up in my best bikini. I just like the juicy couture, g string with the g string gems going up the ass. But I like just gotten really fit. And yes, guys, I'm sorry to mean to cut you off, but Evo lost a shit ton of weight, and she is fire. Shout out to her girl. Your instructor's name. What was her name again? Ariel. Yes, she's also a really great photographer. She helped me cut. Okay, so it's a long story, but I was, like, gaining weight and just, like, really sad. And I was, like, I need a trainer. I need to, like, learn how to do this shit. So I got, I, like, got in contact with Ariel, and she worked at Export, and she helped me lose, like, 30 pounds. And Amazing. Like, I didn't really know how to work out before. No, because everybody goes to the gym, and they're, like, oh. All yeah. I did was, like, take really long walks, and then I'd come home and eat a sandwich, and I'd be, like, why am I not losing weight? Yeah, because you're... But she, like, showed me how to do it. So I was like, okay, I definitely needed to be taught. So I was, like, really confident because I had just gone through this process. And so I was like, all right, I'm ready. To start dating. Yeah. Yeah. So then I showed up in a swimsuit. And he, like, jumped His across. eyes... He, like, jumped across the room and kissed me after, like, an hour. His <laughs> eyes were, like, in the cartoons where, like, the eyes are hearts. And they, like, come think, in and out. I do this, like, impression of him of how he kissed me first. And he's like, it wasn't that dramatic. Like, Dude, you know what's so funny? Eric and I... We were just talking about this. Eric and I's first kiss was not a first kiss. It was, like, a make-out. Oh, We really? made out in the McDonald's <laughs> parking lot. For 20 minutes long. And I know I gave him blue balls. I know I did. (laughs) And it's funny because it's like the McDonald's right by my parents' old house in Carpentersville. So somebody could have seen us like that I know. You know, like when you're in Barrington and you see somebody you know, you're like, oh, close. Yeah, so it's the same thing. And we made out for like 20 minutes and I was like, dude, so what? What? You going to do something about your dick or what? (laughs) So that's our first kiss. But it's funny that you have a funny story with Tony and your first kiss. But now you guys are, what, three years, four years later? Three years. Three years later. Yeah. And the best part about the relationship is obviously they're in a relationship, but the best part is you guys got a baby out of it. We got a dog. Not an actual (laughs) baby. Not yet. A dog. The cutest fucking dog ever. And I'm not being biased. I'm being honest. so sweet. He is the sweetest guy. His name is Baker. He is a pit bull. Although I don't think he looks like a pit bull. I think he's more like American bulldog. You think? I think so. He's he doesn't have a pity head. Pities are more like um like boxy. He has like thicker fur too. Yeah. I think he's I think he's a mix. Whatever he is, he's gorgeous. And he reminds me so much of you because you guys have like the same eyes. Like the same eye color. It's he kind got of him from his mother. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me the story. How did you guys get Baker? We went to a dog fundraiser. 
Did you guys discuss like before no, we, we were like, like we're not getting a dog. We're not yeah. getting a dog. We go there. We see Baker who rolls over on the floor, Aww. and Tony looks at me and he's like, "Was Baker? <laughs> was Baker as big as he is now, or was he tinier? He was skinnier, yeah. for sure, and a little bit smaller. Because Baker comes from the streets. Right? Yeah, he really does. Like yeah. he, like I heard that he was basically eating garbage off the streets. Oh, but God. it wasn't like. Like, I think that the person just had him off leash and just let him do whatever he wanted, which is still kind of fucked up. Fucked yeah. up. But and I was told he had two previous owners. Okay. And both of them gave him up. That's sad. The one, like, claimed that her husband died and she couldn't keep him, which I don't know why someone would claim that if it wasn't true, but. Right, exactly. Wouldn't you want But that's, like, a yeah. likely story. Yeah. I mean, long story short is you got a great dog out of it, like, that day that you went. And yeah. did you guys pick them up that same day? Like you could go. No, we, they had to come and see. Well, a friend of mine hosted the event. Uh-huh. So she put in a word like this girl loves dogs. She's going to mm-hmm. be just fine. But they right. do their routine checkup on where he's going to go. So they had to actually come to your house. And they see came it. over, wow. saw the house. We like bought a cage and everything. We had everything ready. Yeah. Which he's hasn't seen his cage in like over a year. Dude, we never yeah. use it. I think the one time I was there for your birthday last year, actually, yeah. When I think that was the first time I had met Baker. Yeah. Yeah. I think he went in his cage maybe for 10 seconds because he yeah. did something bad and you're like, all right, you come out. And he was being way too hyper. Oh, we fucking gave cake. cake. We gave him cake. Yeah. That, that was, was not a good idea. Not again. But he's so good. Like he's, he can be off leash and go around the high school soccer fields. Like he oh, doesn't. Run yeah. He's, he's super smart. He's really smart. And he's, he's so hyper. Like. He's he's such a good working dog because yeah, he needs you, a job. He, exactly. He always needs to be doing something. Otherwise, like dogs like that in particular develop anxiety and yeah. and that's when they get fucked up. And all these people at the animal hospital are like, I don't understand when my like, dog why is, is my dog crazy. Because you don't walk him. You don't walk him and you live in a smallest apartment in the yeah. city when you have a big dog. You can't be living in the city with a big dog. You need yeah. to be out in the fucking woods like your backyard is perfect for him i think he would be like a good farm dog oh yeah 100 percent. and that's our goal even i want to own a farm i want to live on a farm so badly i know you do too i i want to own a farm so bad the first thing that i'm gonna do when i get a farm is i'm gonna cowboy own hat. huh cowboy hat oh yeah <laughs> cowboy hat and some boots and some straw some coming spurs, on my area assless traps <laughs> Yes. You bust through every door <laughs> and then take some steps in like a cowgirl. Tass is coming from my nipples. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, honestly, first thing I think I'm going to do when I own a farm is I'm going to get horses. Oh. Then I'm going to get those fucking like pygmy goats that don't oh. grow and they're tiny and they I do backflips. Yeah. Oh, my God. The they do backflips <laughs> randomly. I'm going to own a fucking farm and Baker's going to be there all the time. Goats are hilarious. I love them. Whenever I see goats, like, videos of goats when they're on the car or on someone's roof i think that's they're so, funny. so oh i know they're such like, troublemakers oh i know and i think like baker would be perfect for one because they're like the same thing yeah. like there'd be so much trouble like they're hilarious so the best. when i met baker we had given him cake because it was eva's birthday and we gave him way too much fucking he had cake. sugar and he never had sugar way too much sugar and he i don't was, know why i didn't even think of that that's a dumb we both mistake. we both didn't think about it we're like yeah go ahead he was in a form that i've never seen him in yeah i had never eaten either like i was like dude what's going on he He's was like biting and me biting and... but he never does like eva's dog is so sweet he does not do that at all uh we just fucked up <laughs> it was like we, it was our fault for yeah sure, it's but... like we gave him drugs basically mm-hmm. Cause it, it was... I wish sugar had that effect. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we have so many goofy stories. Before we wrap this up, I just want to talk about our favorite one. And that was one day, even I were super fucking bored. And we're like, dude, let's do something that we don't normally do. Let's not drink. Let's go do something. And we decided to we get... We might have had one or two. Huh? We might have had one or two Actually, we, we probably did drink. <laughs> so we were doing the huge, but we decided to do something different from the huge. So we did something different, and we decided to get our nips pierced. We we did it before all you fucking bitches did we it. We really did. We, now honestly, I feel like everyone has it, and I'm oh, just like, yeah. dude, that makes me not want it anymore. <laughs> yeah, because everybody has their nipples pierced. Yeah. And, and like they show them, which is crazy to yeah, me. Yeah, like... 
like, have you seen that like picture of Kendall Jenner walking around with like a sheer top and like her? Of course she. Does. I yeah. Like I don't know. I can't just show them. Like I have family members. Like this is this is not for my family and strangers. <laughs> like this is just for my cat. The fuck? This is just supposed to be me and my cat. Yeah. Like I mean, honestly, if you really do think about it, we got it before anybody else did. Yeah. We were like the original. We're hosts. the trendsetters. Yeah. Fuck all these fucking Gen Zs and Triple Zs and whatever the fuck Z's. you, whatever you call these people that say you can't wear. As we're wearing our middle parts. Fuck them, dude. I hate how they like think that they can control anything. Skinny jeans are out. Okay, middle parts were like entire 90s. Yeah, and I actually. And so you're what, like a 96 baby, right? No. Bitch. 94. Bitch. 93. 96. Oh my God. 95. 95. 95. 95. 95. Sorry. Yes. Yes. I'm a 95. So I technically lived through the 90s for five years. Um, okay. For a bit. Okay. But still like the early 2000s was middle part. Yeah. And so right. what are they saying now? That middle part is in? Is in. But now supposedly the millennials do side part only, which is bullshit. What are we considered? Millennials? Millennials. But you're like almost a Gen Z. I think Gen Z ended at 97. Yeah. I don't think I'm any of those. Yeah, like I'm a Janet. <laughs> exactly. I think I'm Janet. I do whatever the fuck I I'm want. Janet G. I don't like exactly. I'm Janet G. I do whatever the fuck Gen I G. want. <laughs> I do whatever the fuck I want. I don't listen to bullshit. And I've always just like done my thing my own way. Like, so if they're saying side parts are out. They can kiss my ass because I don't we're doing the zigzag. Yeah, dude. Eva Carlini right now has a fucking zigzag. That's right. right now. Wide leg pants, zigzag part. And A1s. Beat them at their own game. Yeah. I am wearing my A1s. That's what I'm saying, dude. Actually, I want to put them back on and see they're cold. Well, we're in the middle of recording. So you can. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I think that's our favorite story is just we decided to be wild and go get our nipples pierced. I the never guy- did anything like that because I never got a tattoo. Oh, that's right. You don't have tattoos. And I never. Would you ever get a tattoo? Uh, if I learned how to do it myself, I would do it. I have like control issues. Really? Yeah. Dude, I would let you tattoo me. I would totally do that. I would but I would want to be good at it. Dude, it's. I feel like it's not that hard because you're just tracing, right? I don't know. Cause I don't know like, anything about it. Because, I mean, I've gotten tattooed. I have seven. Literally everyone has tattoos, and I just don't know why I never got one. I just didn't. Do you think they're cool, though? Do you think, do you like them? I think they're cool. I just, like, I think I just, like, don't really like my skin. So I don't want people to, uh, like. I have eczema <laughs> and psoriasis. I have, like, mad freckles. Who cares? <laughs> I, I just, like, I don't know. I just don't want to, like, start conversations with random people. I feel like they're conversation starters. I don't want to start a conversation. Oh, I've actually never talked to any of my tattoo people. I just let them do it, and I'm like, no, not that. Oh. I'm talking about people seeing them, like in oh. a restaurant, being like, oh, what does that mean? I'm like, oh, that's 100%. I didn't want to talk to you to begin with. So yeah, I get a lot of people. Like that Tony are- has full sleeves. I can't oh, imagine yeah. how many people talk to him. I'd be like disgusted. Dude, I want a whole sleeve. I'd be like, don't fucking talk to me or look at my arms ever again. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, bitch. I want a whole sleeve. I think they're dope. My dad. You could pull it off. You have really nice skin. My dad um, doesn't know that I have tattoos, so if he's listening to this podcast, I'm sorry, Dad. There's only two people I'm scared of in the world, and that's my fucking dad and God. Your dad is scary. Because there's only two people that can judge me, and that's my dad. Dude, when you were doing the cat (laughs) contest and you sent me your dad's replies, like, I don't like cats. Dude, my dad... My dad is the letter B. I mean, the word B with a capital B. Uh, he's, He's tough. I'm scared of him. I'm so scared of my dad. Even He's a gangster. As a, even as a 25-year-old, I'm scared of him. He honestly reminds me of, like, a mobster. Dude, yeah. You know what's funny? Because his name is Joaquin. And El Chapo's name is Joaquin. What? Yeah. So You're I, like, are you El Chapo, dad? <laughs> I, I, like, go up to my dad today. I'm like, dad, um, Quick I just put two and two together. Are you El Chapo? He's like, yes, how'd you know? And then he, like, all goes, over his clothes. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yes. Speaking of fucking money, dude. <laughs> Don't steal money from your parents or I'll fuck you up. I'll personally come fuck you up. I don't care how broke you are. Ask me for money, not your parents. I'm not afraid of you. You have a blanket on your lap. Dude, leave me alone. Like, right. <laughs> it's like you don't understand what's under this blanket, though. Have you seen these quads? You're like, I just got my Foid card. Yeah, dude, I did. I'm ready to bust the bitch. <laughs> um, speaking of money, guys. 
tough year, obviously, because of COVID. It the was worst. so shitty financially for so many people. So that brings me back to obviously your art. Like what motivated you to keep going, especially when like money was so fucking tight at the time? I honestly was not expecting people to buy paintings during that time. And they did? They did. What? That's awesome. I cut my prices basically in half because I was like, I don't want to charge full price. Like everyone is struggling. Yeah. And I'd be so grateful if someone just bought paintings right now. So I'm not going to be like, it's $400. I'd like cut them in half. Um, And I remember you were doing those little ones and they were going by so fast. I made little ones and I only charged like 150 bucks. Yeah. Which is still like a decent amount. Like if you're, if you don't have an income at the time, 150 is a lot. It is. If you're selling like, Two or three a week. That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot for the bad times. And then thank God I got commissions at Ugen. Yes. Yeah. That held me over for a long time. I mean, like, it's difficult to not have a consistent income, which is the one of the struggles of being an artist. But yes. if you are consistent and you're friendly and you're a, a good artist, a good artist and a good business person, which right. I'm still learning every day. Yes. How to how to do more, how to be better. But you just have to like be a friend too, you know? Yes, exactly. Cause I think a lot of artists, and I'm sorry if I offend you, but no. they're no no, I'm saying like that, not you, because oh. I you're not like this. Okay. Is um they're just assholes. They want like their money, which There's I a understand. Lot of ego. Yes, and that's the thing. That's what drives me away from art, is yeah. it's turned into ego versus like somebody who is actually doing art because they like it. Like, you know, one of my favorite artists, um, now I'm blanking on his name. I always wear him. He's one of my favorites. Um, um, he got, he died from AIDS. God, what is his name? What? Keith Haring. Oh. There we go. He's one of my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> is that so funny? He's my favorite artist. I don't know. Of AIDS. And, yeah, dude. He I died. have no idea. So he was in, um, the AIDS pandemic, like during the time he, uh, he was gay partying. Yes. He was partying. He was gay. But the thing about him that I love the most is like, he didn't do art and have an ego. Like he did it because he was a good at it. But on top of that, he was promoting stuff. Like at that time, a lot of people were doing uh, drugs and they thought like, Oh, this obviously correlates to AIDS. So he would paint stuff and like crack his whack. Like that was like his number one thing he'd yeah. always say. So that's why I love Keith Haring is he would obviously like do it to promote like healthy stuff. Like obviously don't do crack, but artists nowadays like aren't like that. They don't No, They're just like, Hey, look at this version of Homer Simpson that I drew. You should buy it for $500. Yeah. It's which I know it's not, it makes me sound bitter for criticizing another artist like that. But it's like, <laughs> but it's a true, I, like, I like, I come up with, things that I've never seen before on purpose. Right. Because A, it's a challenge. B, I don't want to draw what someone else drew. Right. It's it's like the same basic shit, you know? So if someone else likes my idea, that's amazing to me. Yeah. So I'm not going to be like, hey, that's $800. Right. Sometimes I say that. Yeah. But that's like, it's like <laughs> but good art. Like, right. like so, I mean, basically you obviously survived. We're a year into being locked down. So yeah. we survived. So I'm glad that you did because, like, if you think about it, like, we could have all, like, gone downhill, especially artists like you because, like, what could have you – I mean, what could have you – Tim, am I drunk? (laughs) What could have you (laughs) – we're drinking right now, guys. A tiny bit. I'm not even halfway done with it. I I think it's weird because I think a lot of artists get money from – I don't, I'm not going to say this general statement, but I think sometimes people think I get money from my parents. Yes. I I've heard that not from you, but like, okay. I could see where they're coming from. They're like, Oh, she's from Barrington. Oh, she, I don't get money from my parents. (laughs) No. And I'm not here to be like, guys, she really doesn't, but I am going to say that because she really doesn't. I'm not just saying that to back her up, but it's, the fucking truth and people think like i don't know like you have to hustle yeah art is hardcore hustle. yeah art is hustle because you're i like i feel like i have to be like when i promote myself on instagram sometimes i feel like a clown why because i i feel like i have to be like the loudest person in the room like hey look at me look at me look at me look at me but you have to but you have to do that to eat yeah so i have to market myself and i right. don't like yeah it's great that you know people like the way that i look in a certain way but 
I mean, it always helps marketing <laughs> yeah. to show to show the artists too, like to show people want to know the artists. Oh, so that's 100%. more, like, and that's what I like about you promoting is like it's not just you don't just promote your art like picture wise, which is what a lot of artists do on Instagram. Is it, it's literally just their art. It's you do it differently. It's a video of you with your art, yeah. and it shows your personality. Yeah. And that's why I think you're so different because. You're showing a bit of yourself, but you also show like how you paint, yeah. what you do, your steps. And I think that's badass because a lot of artists, like I said, just literally post their art and they're like, here, look at this slab of art. It's going to be $10,000. It's like, okay, sh why don't you show me how you started? Why don't you sh show me the process? Like you literally show everything with a baker stealing something, art on your clothes. Like I think that's so different and Thanks. so badass. Thank you. So that's why like a lot of artists I lose a lot of respect for. Sucks to suck, but I appreciate that feedback. Like I try to, like I feel like I'm cool, but I feel like I don't know. I feel like there's a uh, sometimes you can be too cool and be like unreachable and like purposely be unreachable, and I don't think that's like that my makes style. you look like a bit, yeah, like, makes, yeah. It makes you kind of look like an asshole. Yeah, and I don't like to be that way. I like to relate with people. Right, you like to be personable because that's right. we were born and raised to be like that. We were taught that way from our parents, like. Obviously, I'm personable in a different way, not in an artist way, but you're personable in your art you're way. You're so personable. And thank you. I get that from my parents. Not that they taught me. They're like, you need to learn how to talk. <laughs> you need to just, be bubbly. <laughs> my, my mom is, she talks a lot. So I think that's where I get this from yeah. is we both talk a shit ton. But she has always instilled in my head I have to be a certain way, like be nice, but you also have to be a bitch at times, like to get what you want. Right. You have to be respectful. Yeah, you, you can't have to, be a pushover, but right. you have to be like people remember who you are and they want to work with you based on who you are. Exactly. And I so, will always be grateful for my parents for doing yeah. that, uh, especially my mom, because she'd always be like, you have to say your please and thank yous. Yeah. Like, that's how my mom Exactly. Super manners were like a huge thing. Oh, me too. Like if I didn't have manners, my mom would bitch slap me and be like, dude, how are you going to like take something from somebody and not say thank yeah. you? Manners like, are huge. I, I think manners are important. And if you don't have them, it, I just lose respect for you. It's bad for business. Horrible. Like I get so pissed when I hold the door for people and they don't say thank you. I literally am like, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, I get a little dramatic too. Me too. I mean, I'll do like, because it's I'll like, do. did your parents not teach you to say thank you? Yeah. Like it, it drives me nuts. So I think that's great for your business that you are personable because not a lot of artists are. They're just kind of like, here's my art, buy it. It goes a long way. And yeah. I've had like a couple sales jobs throughout the years where it's taught me a lot. Like you have to be excited about your product. You have to be, um, you have to ask them what they want. Right. Communication is key. A hundred percent. Yeah. And so, so that has helped me a lot. Just having those sales jobs has transcended, translated through my, through my art career and it's helped a lot. So I, I, would, think I would suggest great. getting a sales job at All least right. once. I'm going to go apply right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go apply for a sales job right now. <laughs> I would hire you. Good. Fuck. I should be like your personal assistant for your art show. I mean, your art show, your art. I need help. Yes. I will be your personal <laughs> assistant with the blanket on me. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. I know it's a lengthy one, but you better listen to all of it. Or if you made it this far, thank you so much. This is my fifth episode, which means I'm on a month now that I've done this. That is That's insane. Amazing. Like to me, like to think that my first episode, I was like, Double <laughs> I was so nervous to start because I didn't think anybody would listen, but people are listening and it's great. Episode five, and I'm so happy to share episode five with none other than <laughs> my best friend. And I'm just so happy that you're here. I'm happy to be I, here. I'm I glad had so much we, fun. Yeah, I'm glad we got to chit chat, drink our little drink, drink my little iced coffee on the side. We had to drink while we were talking about drinking. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. It's funny because I don't drink. Remember I said that in my know, first I'm podcast? I know. I'm sorry to force you to No, do, do not. Be sorry. I said that so many times in my first podcast. I was like, guys, I don't drink. I, I don't drink. It was only half a shot, basically. Basically. No, it really was. But I really don't drink. But I just had... It's, this one's not bad. It's a good drink. It's a good drink. It's basically it's pineapple. It's healthy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like there's no sugar. Well, because um, LaCroix is like zero on everything. It's yeah. just water. And then tequila is has barely it's any. It's a health food. 
Yeah, because it doesn't have sugar. And then, what did we put? Pineapple juice? I mean, yeah. that probably has a shit ton of sugar, but not... Just a splash. Yeah, so basically this is all LaCroix and tequila. Not bad, not bad at all. Vitamins. Yes. Well, I had so much fun having you on the show. I hope you guys enjoyed my first guest ever. Like I said, she is an incredible artist. She is basically JWoww, and I'm Snooky if we were on the show. Um, she's an amazing, talented artist, and I love her art. Please check out her Instagram. What is your Instagram handle again? Eva underscore painter. And please check out her website, evacarlini.com, next week. It will be up and running, and you can buy art through the website. I'm so excited. One more question before we hop off. Um through your website are you going to be selling like the clothes that you made like the i think i want to get like a bigger inventory because now i just have individual pieces so maybe okay. in the next month okay guys look out for her clothes because she does amazing amazing clothes like t-shirts i still have my eyes. yes yes <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening i really appreciate having you guys on here I appreciate you being on here i had a really good time i love you i love you too and now we're gonna go kiss each other and make out <laughs> well you guys have a good day see ya <laughs> do you want to say bye oh bye <laughs> bye do whatever you gotta do <laughs>